Hi, I'm Kim Dunn for those of you who don't know me and haven't met me before. And today I'm exploring a bit more about what we do when we've established our values. You know, how do we use our values, which we've talked about over the last few episodes, to create the best life for you? How do you use those? What do you do with them? So this week's been quite interesting. Probably like a few of you out there, it's been a first full week back at school. And it means adjustments and changes and you know, decision making about lots of things, both for uh, myself and for the kids. And it got me thinking about you know, decision making tools. And I don't know about you, but it can get really overwhelming making lots of decisions all the time. Because we make hundreds, if not thousands every day. You know, what time do we get up? What are we going to have for breakfast? What are we wearing? How are we getting to work? What are we having for lunch? What am I making for dinner? <laughs> do I answer this call or do I attend to this email first? You know, what has the greater priority? And you know, often these decisions can be, you know, exhaust us by the end of the day. Sometimes we, our decisions become habits and routines and that's our brain's way of giving us a break so we might routinely go the same way to work every day even though there's other options because that takes away a decision we have to make it takes away a choice we have to make so um, the tool I'm going to share with you today you can use it for decisions but you can also use it to really help guide what you're going to do next to create your best life you know, it's an integral part of creating a well-being roadmap for yourself and so it's a really really versatile tool and I'm going to use it in the context of probably both I'll give you a bit of an example of both ways you can use it so for, for me I use it a lot with clients and um, I also use it myself and it's a good way of when you get stuck with something whether it's a feeling or a situation or a decision because you know I don't know about you but I've used the old you know list the pros and cons for what we want to do you know let's talk to other people and you know hear what they say about you know what perhaps we should do and you know that only gets us so far and often I'd write these lists and I'd, I'd be no better off than what I was when I started so I'll go through a couple of these and show you what I mean. So I have a whiteboard with me today. Um, so bear with me while, oops, that's not what I wanted to do. I'm not sure how, I'm not going to get this backwards, but let's see how we go. I'm just going to grab it from over here and you'll see that it's got a couple of lines. So for those of you listening to the podcast, it's like an inverted V and down the bottom of the V we put what is troubling us or what decision we have to make or what's concerning us um, in act therapy this is called a choice point so for example you might have down the bottom the feeling you're carrying around that you're feeling lonely mm -hmm. and you know you want to change that but you don't know what to do this is what I mean you know we're, we're stuck what do we want to do we don't want to stay in this position so with those V's you can either go towards something in your life that you want more of 
or you can do something that makes you go further away. So in terms of loneliness, in terms of that feeling of disconnection, something that would move us towards our goal of connecting and towards perhaps a value you've picked up of belonging and connecting would be to pick up the phone and talk to someone or send one, someone a text or say hello to the shopkeeper, you know, wave to your neighbour. There's lots and lots of little steps that you can take that are moving you towards a more connected, a less lonely, isolated life. And conversely, if your brain is telling you that you're lonely because no one likes you, it doesn't matter what you do, you're not going to be able to make new friends, that there's something wrong with you, that the last time you tried it didn't work out. You know, if we're tuning in and listening to this, we might decide to not do anything. We might decide to not answer the phone if a friend rings. We might turn down invitations. We might isolate ourselves and not go out to the shops. We might start shopping online. So you can see these sorts of things move you further away from what you want to do. So how does this tie in with our goals and values? Well, how do we know what we want if we don't know what's important to us? You can't. You don't, you don't know, do you? So if connecting with other people was not a value, it wasn't something important to you, and it wasn't a goal you set to increase your friendship group, you know, to find a romantic partner, to do something along those lines that's congruent with your values, you're not going to make moves to do that. So this is a way that we connect what's important with making steps towards what's important for us. Mm -hmm. um, I'll give you another example. You might have a decision, you might have a friend who's doing something you don't agree with. Perhaps they're involved in something illegal, perhaps it's underage drinking, perhaps they're driving um, unlicensed. It could be anything. You might know someone at work who's, you know, embezzling and taking things from work. It could be anything. It's one of, there's a bit of an ethical, you know, dilemma in here. So how do you decide what to do? In some cases where it's grey, where it's not, not black and white, you might look at your values and what's important. Now, where does honesty rate for you? Where does honesty rate in comparison with friendships perhaps, with belonging? You know, and this is something that happens particularly with adolescents, you know, where there's a, such a strong need to belong that they don't want to go and you know, tell on their friend for doing the wrong thing because that can result in isolation. So their value of belonging is much clearer and stronger than their, their value of um, perhaps honesty. And these are the sorts of dilemmas that we find both in the clinic room and we also find in real life because this is what happens, this is life. So this little tool is something that you can use. But you must know what your outcome you want is. And this comes back to values. Okay, um, now if you choose not to do these things and put these things into your life, that's okay. But what it means is it's really easy to find yourself back down that rabbit hole again leading someone else's life. You know, if you're making decisions based on what other people say, 
based on perhaps an arbitrary list of pros and cons, based on what other people are doing, where are you in this? Where's that connection to your deeper inner, inner self and inner desire? Mm -hmm. So using that model where you're looking at, you know, are we moving towards or are you moving away from what's important? That can also help clarify your values and goals because you're going, hmm, what are the potential outcomes of this action? How does that feel to me? Is that going to lead me to a good place? Is that going to lead me to a, a helpful place, a place where I feel happiest? Really interesting life questions. All right. So if you're watching this and you've got a dilemma or an issue or a problem and you're like, kind of can see how this will work but maybe not let me know and I'm happy to um, talk about it use it as example perhaps next time I come on and do a podcast or do a do a vlog for you um, all right so if you're interested in this whole concept of you know living your best life and what it takes I've got one more hint before I finish up to do with values Alright, so I know we've done some work on values, but here's another tip. If someone asks you what's important to you, or if you want to stop and write down what you think is important to you, imagine someone's following you with a camera. How are they knowing that that's important to you? If you say being fit and healthy is important to you, are they seeing you eat healthy? Are they seeing you exercise or are they seeing you slob out in front of the television or Netflix? Okay, if you say honesty is important to you, do you tell the truth? Hmm? So think about that. There's one thing knowing your values and there's another thing living your values. And if you really feel stuff's important, but it's not coming across in your life, which happens to all of us because fitness is important to me and for one reason or another, I haven't been to the gym this week. So, but if you're doing this consistently, you're not living a life congruent with your values, I wonder why. You know, there's obstacles that can get in the way of that and I can help you with those obstacles, more than happy to. So, if you're interested, you will find Live Your Best Life Roadmap just by Googling. Um, I will include in the show notes, like always, it's the first step from overwhelm to calm. And that looks at a couple of ways you can identify what's important to you. Thank you for listening. And as always, take care of yourself and step by step, work together to live your best life. Okay, bye for now.